The Wannabes, episode 14 of season 2. My name is JD. My name is Matt, aka Ventus Official slash Matt. And yes, we have a guest host this week. Wasabi's taking the week off. We have our good friend and... Hmm, what, what roles do you have? I would say marketing director? Um, consultant? Well, now that you say marketing director, I'm definitely, that's what I'm going to put on my resume for this. There you go. So, so yeah, I help with marketing, essentially. Yeah, yeah Matt's helped us kind of, uh, especially with season two, he's been a, a huge help with kind of getting our ideas in order, introducing new ideas and helping us with execution. So uh, we're happy to have him on because I think he shares um, our like philosophy on a lot of things on, on our our sensibilities and our kind of he has he has his own unique temperament that adds a good mix too. he's he's not quite will or i so that's a, a good thing too so um yeah well first off how you doing man just catch up oh dude i'm doing i'm doing well uh i had to do a bunch of tax stuff today so that wasn't very fun but besides that um just ate um everything like projects all the projects are doing all right um mainly just managing like adulting things is probably the hardest thing for me right now but it's going it's going pretty smooth or it's going smooth enough i should say <laughs> yeah you just reminded me that i need to do uh taxes soon so appreciate that <sighs> yeah. um yeah i totally feel that i think for me as well this has been a fine few weeks um there's always kind of the balance of like work and how do i feel like health and responsibilities and all that and then everything else kind of at least this week has has been a secondary thing um i've been finding time to stream which is cool getting into that just sort of like can i find time for two days a week and it turns out it's not that hard if i just don't have expectations at all and just roll into it easy peasy um but yeah what projects in particular are going well for you um mainly the apex stock stuff with walt so for those who don't know i also help uh turn down for walt um with a lot of his stuff that's actually the reason why i work with will and jd the wannabes is because um walt recommended me to them so shout out to walt um but that was yep. definitely a um that was definitely like a big i don't want to say stressor um it was it's just been like it was such a big project i guess and it, we'd been working on it for so long i say we but walt really did the majority of the work um and at the same time when we were like putting out the merch store um and the merch store, the views for the Apex video, I feel like were decent. Like they're they're fine, um, but the merch store did like way better than. Also, one of my uh, old friends, so my tag Ventus Official is because I used to sell merch called Ventus Official, um, and uh, I'll I'll send you a picture, JD, later. I found a new hoodie uh, from like way back. Um, but I got him to like help with making the store and stuff, and so it was weird. The Apex video, I felt like had more pop-off potential, but it went, it was more average, but the merch store um, was doing really well. 
and ppmd was like reacting to it today so it was that was like really cool to see yeah walt doesn't uh his work doesn't scream like um necessarily needs to be like instant hits like his work stands on their on his own for so long because it's not Mm -hmm. it's not topical it's not like chasing trends it's like just good solid documentarian work and so that sort of stuff always has legs like people are going to be watching the axe doc i haven't seen the apex doc yet um but i i if it's as good as the axe one i'm i'm sure it'll be um just a consistent like landmark project for him shout out to think, walt man so sick i i think the apex video is a, a good degree better than the axe video um but yeah, we have those conversations all the time. I also have them with you uh, and Will. Um, but it's kind of the idea of like, even in a world where those those videos underperformed, I think that it's also like who's watching them. So it's like, oh, maybe, um, maybe it'll give him more opportunities to work with other people in the future. Or even like what you're talking about is like when... And this has been like a theme on the wannabes podcast, but you've been doing this podcasting thing for a while. And then, oh, what do you know? Like there's maybe an opportunity for you to do something at work with it um, and whatnot. And like it opened the door for you to do that project. So I don't really think like numbers are super important because even if things don't work out, it's not like an all or nothing game. You're gaining all these skills in the process. And like, I think a lot of the time things happen, like things don't normally turn out the way you think they will, or sometimes the way you even want them to, but they might turn out even better in a different way because it's like, oh, wow, these are like really transferable. Or it's like, I mean, I was having this conversation with you um where it's like you you figured out the parts where you're like i really enjoy working on these specific parts about with the podcast and i really don't enjoy i know kind of that i don't enjoy doing that part so it's like you can kind of like move and figure out it's like okay i like this part i don't like this part as much so yeah to to be specific and this is a topic i want to hit so if you're willing to kind of transition into into the specifics of like yeah so so for you know, on, on Walt's side, he's probably, you know, a little, I, I, he's probably interested. I'm speculating. So please stop me. But like, mm-hmm. it's probably, he would do the merch store later by a significant margin. If you were not with him, is that, can I, is that a, a fair assumption? Like mm-hmm. you, you are someone that helps that side, like the, that aspect of his prod of, of his projects his his channel. I, I am, and that's true. Probably you're right, but Walt usually comes to me with, like that was also something that he talked about too, hmm. is like setting up merch. It's more about like figuring out the timing for it. And, but yeah, like, cause also there's other benefits even from the marketing side, right? Like let's say he sold no merch, right? And we are not planning on getting any merch sold. It's doing way better than we thought it would. But let's say even if it wasn't profitable, um, the idea for Walt's channel is that it he he all his work looks really professional because it's just really well made, especially at this point. He's just getting better at production. Mm-hmm. And having his own website with his 
like it i think it just increases his branding anyway because it's like he has his own like professional website and it kind of adds to the professionalism but it's also just doing really well like i think that people tend to want to support and instead of like patreon it's like okay i want to actually i want to like get a hoodie or something like that um just because it's like it kind of means more to them right yeah that was uh a, a poor way to transition i was trying to um <laughs> talk about the idea of like him leaning on someone for a, a a skill he's not particularly fond of as as much as you know editing and, and production um which is kind of the basis of you and i's conversation the other night where you know on a personal front for myself it's for the podcast and, and all that i just you know i'm the i'm the editor for it and bigger projects and having things in the bag like it sounds good like oh i have these projects that i get to put out whenever i want and then it gets overwhelming and i just don't like it you know the editing part is is probably my least favorite part of it but i could you know if you lined up 20 interviews in a week you know it'd be a little tiring but i'd find the energy for it so like there there are certain aspects of this whole content creation world where Mm -hmm it's you don't have to be good at everything um but you don't know what you're going to be good at until you try as much as possible and i still think the stage i'm at now is like i'm starting to to thin out i've been quitting things for years i'm great at quitting things um Mm -hmm. but i'm still in the stage of like trying things out and like having getting into kicks and trying to you know, find the flow of like, what's the difference between giving up too early and recognizing something's just not my favorite thing. So it's kind of a, a, a tricky world that I've been in for a while, but um, it's really on the forefront of my mind. So hopefully you have some insight on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of like what I do, honestly, besides marketing, that's like marketing is my main theme, marketing strategy. But I feel like a big part of that is also helping like when you have a YouTube channel and things like that thing, it can and you're like so attached to it, it can be very overwhelming in in terms of like, okay, if something underperforms, it could feel really bad. Or even if it overperforms, that can feel overwhelming Um, or like sometimes in terms of like oh am i like self-sabotaging my marketing here like there's so many like questions and like things that kind of like can be hard to see and so i feel like honestly my real role in everything including with you guys uh is really just trying to help untangle things um like mentally a bit and then also be like um and like just try things out and like kind of like help it's kind of like that situation where if I had my own YouTube channel, I feel like I would fall into a lot of these traps. But like since I'm out a little bit removed, it's easier for me to see. Um, and that could go from like either talking about how production is going to go. Um, like for with the wannabes, we talk about like how we want to schedule things all the time um, and like project and workflow to like... Um, to just like opinions on like, hey, should I, is this an opportunity that's worth doing? Um, 
like working with everybody is completely different. Like when I work with Walt, we are working on like a very micro level. Like if he's going to put out a tweet or something, he'll run it by me or like all of it, mainly just to get opinions. Not like, it's not like I'm like fucking telling him what to do. It's more of like just advising. I would say I'm more of an advisory role in marketing than anything like i don't like to be like do this don't do that i will give suggestions and if i think that it's like completely self-sabotaging i will like there are times where i'll be like this is probably not i'll like put my foot down a bit but i've almost never had to do that um and so it's been cool it's been fun working with like all the different people especially your this project the wannabes is super interesting to me so Anyway, well, that's sorry for the tangent. No, that's good to hear. And I think, yeah, I think one of the things that we've always had as one of our main tenants is kind of the idea of self-exploration and that we've never been one to be a like source of real knowledge or truth or understanding even. And mm -hmm. a lot of what we talk about is just in real time trying to just figure this shit out of like why is this so hard like why are why is it difficult to pursue things we want to pursue and to be successful and you know to be happy and through the lens of melee is almost unrelated sometimes because um you know you're not the most experienced melee player you haven't been playing forever but the core tenants again just still are something that we could talk about for so long right and mm -hmm. You know, it's it's difficult sometimes, um, especially with this like creative landscape we're in, which is so different than even ten years ago. Um, not just the internet existing, but just the amount of successful people making careers on the internet. It feels like, oh, anyone should be able to do this. Why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? Rather mm -hmm. rather than like a real acceptance of like, you know, it's, it's not going to work even if you do everything right sometimes because it, it takes a bit of luck as well. So having an outside perspective to kind of guide you be like, no, you're doing things well. Like things are going, you know, there's nothing wrong with not having the numbers or not having the, you know, money come in or not having like the, the, the freedom and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, even this answer is a jarbled mess of kind of all the different things that I wanted to talk about, which is going to lead us into our ADHD talk oh, for yeah. sure. Um, but I think the main point I'm trying to get at is like, it takes a lot to get to the point of saying, I don't like editing this podcast because I've been editing it for two years, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I don't like doing this. Uh, you know, I, I have to accept that even though i have the technical skill mm -hmm. to do it i it, it's not that hard to produce a listenable podcast frankly mm -hmm. it, it, it takes a little experience but it's not that hard that's that doesn't mean i want to do it or look forward to it or whatever um yeah and it took a lot of trial and error and, and self-acceptance i guess to like be able to say that and be like, man, I wish someone else would edit this shit. 
Yeah, because you want to want to do it, you know? Um, exactly. And, I mean, I think there are always, there's so many different factors that, like, go into things like that. Like, maybe, it, it's like, maybe you don't want to do it because you've been doing it for so long. Um, and, like, maybe if you had a break, you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe I can, or I do want to do it. Not, but can you do it? But, like, do you want to but i think there's also like the idea of like you know you've been doing it so consistently that it can like it's like do i want do you really do you want to be doing this like forever all the time probably not um and so but i i know what you mean in terms of like trying to figure out like it's also like all right can i tolerate doing this do i want it that's the difference between like can I tolerate doing this? Do I want to do it? And can I not tolerate doing this? It's like, it sounds like you can tolerate, tolerate it, but you don't want to do it. Um, and so it's just one of those things, but yeah, it, it is very, oh man, we get, ah, oh, I, we need to record our, some of our meetings. Cause I feel like we talk about this all the time. It's nice to actually like give some insight to like the audience about what goes on behind the scenes. I agree. Yeah, I think um, I think we did record a conversation. I just didn't get around to editing it. Um, and the big question now is like, yeah, I, I do tolerate it. I, I kind of have to tolerate it because um, I can, we, we kind of can't afford not to. It's like, what what's the alternative? And the obvious alternative is to get someone to do it, which means paying someone to do it. Um, and we've never made a dime off this, you know, and that's not super important to us but once we start getting into okay what does this project give back to us and if now it becomes like a, a legitimate calculation of you know what what's it worth what you know we've will and i have always talked about the idea of uh, things giving energy back to us and that's why we've been doing it for so long without ever making a penny without gathering a, a huge audience um Besides like the discord and the the feedback we get, which is like fucking amazing. And one of my favorite things ever, um, just the conversations itself, like the intrinsic value of making the thing has always kept us going. It's always been the best. It's better than like the, the skills that have turned into a potential career path. It's better than any sort of like one-off interview that I'm like, Oh, I got it with ginger this week. And like, that's super cool. It's, it's always the fact that we are here having essentially free therapy and you know technically we could just have like man there's ways to get around it and and, and right now the the big thing is like how do we make editing easier and mm -hmm. so we've actually um gone back a little bit in our editing process so it's it's no longer stitching two audio files together it's just the one local file where I, I do a little more due diligence to make sure it sounds good off the bat. Um, and that'll probably buy me a lot more time where I can really just be like, okay, I can edit these, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it's interfering with the six one V ones that we have just not released. Um, the trailer that I've been talking about and never went through on, on making, um, mm -hmm. these, projects that i have to you know come to, to peace with and one thing that i'm looking forward to is 
I actually have a um, what well, what's the proper term for it? A meeting with uh, uh, with a, a psychiatrist, a mm -hmm. an appointment. Appointment. Yeah. So that is um, <clears throat> it's an online appointment. It's one of those things where I looked into IRL psychiatrists and I emailed a few and they just didn't get back to me. They didn't get back to me in a day. They still haven't. So I made the right decision going around it. But um, yeah, and then fucking Facebook was like, do you think you have ADHD? It's like an ad. I'm like, God damn it, Facebook. Yeah. And so I their algorithm is too good. I know it's insane. And um, yeah, so I clicked on it and um, actually went to that that link's competitor. <laughs> competitor. <laughs> so not the link I clicked on, the exact opposite of what their ad was trying to do. Um, and set up a thing. I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, like I talked about last episode that Matt, you haven't heard yet because I we haven't released it because I hate editing. Um, it's one of those things I've been looking into for, uh, I guess two weeks now mm -hmm. as, um, something that like, Oh shit, the symptoms they are talking about have been things I've been kind of struggling with my entire life. Like I've been losing coats and soccer balls and personal backpacks and, and all these things since I was a little kid, didn't really pay attention that well. I, I can't hold, I'm, I'm surprised I can hold a conversation with you probably because I go on these long tangents and then I feel guilty that I listen really well after, um, all these things. I'm like, shit, maybe I have this thing. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And maybe if I can get some sort of treatment, some, some guided coaching or even, um, pharmaceuticals I'm open to, then, you know, maybe, maybe some of these problems can kind of be addressed. And so that's kind of a big thing coming up, you know, slash brand. Yeah, no, that's, that's exciting. It's very interesting because, um, so if, if you actually get diagnosed, I was talking to Jesse about this or JD, sorry, did I just dox you and not know it? No. <laughs> okay. okay. I was about to say, uh, don't want to cause more editing work. Um, but if, if you get diagnosed, then every single person on the wannabes team is officially has ADHD. Because yep. Dylan, the person who edited the Twitter clips, he also just got diagnosed like two weeks ago. Um, so it, it's really interesting, but I think it makes a lot of sense because we definitely all are, we definitely all tend to do the same types of things. We'll all get really excited about things. And then it'll just kind of like, like burn out and yeah. not burn out. I guess burnout is the wrong term for it. We'll get bored of it or we'll just move on. To something <laughs> yeah. Else. yeah. It won't be exciting. Um, and then we get re-excited and then, um, but at this point I feel like the wannabes podcast, the episodes are so consistent that I don't think, I feel like that's going to start playing to our advantage now because the episodes are coming out regularly on a consistent basis um and it's like okay if you're gonna get really into this one thing for like three or four days and you want to make content about it you're allowed to do that like you don't have to be consistent with all your series like the podcast is already consistent so if you want to do some add some novelty to the content itself i think that can be um like really cool and it's like oh it's like 
there are definitely benefits from being dynamic, especially in content creation. Um, the hard part is just like, it's kind of talking about pro problems that you were earlier. It's like, do I want to like, what parts of it is hard to be consistent? And then there are also things of like, well, like Dylan has ADHD, but he loves, he gets super into editing. Although he gets into editing in bursts too, like mm -hmm. in sprints too. Right. Um, and so, but like when he's into it, he's like, like he's, he's like, just in the zone. I don't know how to explain his hyper focus. Editing. Oh yeah, hyper. He's definitely hyper focused. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's really cool. I think it's exciting, but it's always like balancing out those those things and like figuring out strategies on like what works best for you and me and Will and everyone because everyone kind of we all work this somewhat the same and completely different in different ways and it's super interesting to me yeah yeah i think um it's kind of been this weird guiding light of i tr i'm trying not to get too deep into the rabbit hole of you know what to do when you have adhd i'm still really trying to hone in on like do i think i have it so you know making sure i'm not putting the cart before the horse here and self-diagnosing and and all that stuff um but again yeah finding strategies has i look back on parts of my life i mentioned this in our last call but i'll say it again for the recording here um i found one particular strategy which is to have a whiteboard and this is something that's on that came up on a youtube video i don't know the exact source but it was about adhd and Instead of having a schedule of what to do, where you're like, all right, one o'clock to two thirty, I blah blah blah. It's just at the end of the day, what did you accomplish? And it's just marking it down. It's like, okay, I went on a like mile jog, or I cleaned my desk, or I showed up to work on time, like things like that. Um, which with your your TikTok series, I think is really oh, yeah. something you would. Um, resonate with where it's just it, it doesn't matter just write down your successes for the day and sometimes it's like okay if, if part of it is and the point of this is that i did this years ago in college where i for whatever reason to the t did the exact strategy of things i wanted to do each day and would mark down at the end and a lot of times i would get to the point where i would mark it and i'm like shit, I didn't exercise or clean today. And it would be like 1.30 a.m. And I would do my push-ups and I would sweep. And I'm like, swept the push-ups, bam, you know? So, and I've been talking about it now and I still, I have the freaking whiteboard. Where is the whiteboard? Where are you, whiteboard? I think, oh, you can see it. Bam, right there, right in the background. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right in the background. So I I really should just get up. I don't have a, a, a marker. I, I, I'm gonna buy a marker. Um. But yeah, these things keep popping up. I'm like, shit, that's been my whole life. Like these sort of things work for me. This, this has been a problem for me. And now I'm looking at this one meeting and allowing myself to look forward to that, to be like, whatever comes out of it, I'm going to hopefully have a conversation with a professional and maybe get some good insight 
regardless and they might they're not going to solve everything for me but they might push me further on this path um and for right now for this exact period of time it's kind of enough you know i've mm-hmm. i've other things i've gotten into and out of one thing i actually haven't talked to you is i started a tiktok account oh did you yeah i started oh. well i had one but i started a different one and I think I made six videos, six TikToks, but it was like one a day for six days. And I'm like, I'm going to do this once a day forever. And then I stopped. And, um, but it was like, I thought it, they were pretty good. You know, like it was, they were, uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to give away the name. It's, it's slightly embarrassing. I'll just do it. It's called basic PowerPoint. And it was, okay. it was just a PowerPoint where I would talk over it and I'd put on a little, like a, a slightly different voice and i was like try, i was just trying a thing you know mm-hmm. um and it was comedy and i haven't done i haven't made a written comedy in definitely over a year you know mm-hmm. um and yeah it was just slipped right in and it slipped right out and um i guess part of me is kind of getting tired of the cycle and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping that this is kind of like a, a a potential diagnosis could help me understand all this more, but I don't even remember what we were talking about, you know. So I, I might just be convincing myself I have it and acting like it. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not a licensed uh, psychiatrist, but I'm very interested in the results. Um, I have my own hypothesis that i won't share um but no what's interesting is even i even when i got diagnosed um there are definitely still things that like i'm i get medicated for adhd and there are still some things like medication is not a cure at all um it does help you get less bored though like it definitely helps a lot um but there are still definitely things of like, like you do going in, like in and out of interest still happens um, and like hyper-focus and hyper-focusing on things and stuff like that. Um, so it's interesting because you're like talking about breaking the cycle and that's like a journey that I've been playing around with recently is like just figuring out how to structure things in a how to structure things in a way where i can like use my adhd to my advantage at least and like also kind of like sure up some of the weaknesses in it um so it's interesting but when you're talking about breaking the cycle that's like immediately what i thought of yeah i think that's a good way of putting it is like being able to harness uh, even if it's not adhd it's like who we are and and things were hard-coded to be like um and sometimes it's really tricky. So especially in the content creation world where consistency is king, I would say, um, there are ways around it. Like there are people that make a video a month, but there's still the consistency of like, they have made a one video per month. They're like you can't be a content creator if you aren't making things. Um, and so the, the ways around that like kind of involve a little more soul searching of like what's what's the heart of what we actually enjoy doing right 
So for me, it's like I enjoy connecting with people and um, performing. But sometimes that gets conflated to like, all right, that must mean I want to be a YouTuber that performs and makes things mm -hmm. because that's the way to do it now. It's like you got to make shit and put yourself out there that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I'm trying to find another example, like someone who is a musician and, you know, maybe they love uh, maybe they love performing also but they they love music and let's say whatever it is playing the guitar and so the way to survive through playing guitar is um you know you join a uh, a chorus for broadway and all of a sudden you're in the pit playing guitar and you're kind of far off of what you love which is like making the music and performing you're now you're just kind of providing the notes for a thing and so I think part of like what I'm going through and I think what we're all going through, at least in for our team is like, mm -hmm. what do we actually want to be doing here? Like what, what is our, what is the goal and trying to revisit that as often as possible and really hammer it home because that really does involve trying a lot of things and then kind of dropping them and saying like, all right, that was, that, that wasn't it. And we have to be okay with that. But at the same time, we have to like still be working towards some sort of like consistency, whatever that is, even if it's a consistent five different things. And then mm -hmm. every year we chop one off and grow another. Mm -hmm. That is still a, you know, it takes a lot to get to that kind of five crop orchard you know Stop. yeah no i i definitely uh know what you're talking about it is it is really like thinking about content creation is always interesting especially in terms of like editing and stuff like i actually used to do call of duty commentaries on the wii just so you know uh before i like when i was like 14 fun fact that's so awesome dude yeah and back then it was weird because I was con I could consistently edit, although I would just do commentary. So it was really it wasn't too much. Like it was pretty easy. And I, I was very lax on the um, the editing. Um, damn, there's that mute button coming in handy. Yeah, super good. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, but so it is weird because I was very consistent with that um but also there those videos were like 10 minutes right so it's not like like i'm not like listening like it's really interesting too because one time when we were doing the free melee thing and we were coming up with podcast highlights it was so interesting because at times it was like there are actual things that are harder to do than timestamp videos right like time stamping videos are not that hard right but i felt like we had that like that time crunch which i feel like made it a lot easier and we like fully sprinted on it but before that it like dude i time stamping videos for me is one of the hardest things for me to do yeah i don't know why Same. even though it's just so mundane 
that it was like it's just not engaging enough so i think it's also like finding that engagement level finding that like how can that what are like some new things that i can do am i copying and pasting this or can i like like if i'm like practicing in valorant or something so, like so, side topic but like i play valorant a little bit and or rocket league right and if i'm just like practicing i'll generally just like listen to a podcast in the background because mm-hmm. i'm like well this, i'm not supposed to like when i do this in game I'm not supposed to be actively, unless it's like something I actually can't do yet, then I like give it more attention. But it's like, oh, um, so like that's something I'll do too. Is like if I want to cook, I actually have a designated podcast that I only listen to while I cook because that way I look forward to cooking hmm. because I'm I'm literally gonna do it because of that podcast and I only listen to that podcast when I cook. Um, so there's always like finding mental tricks to like make things interesting and then there are some times where it's like uh this is sometimes it's like this isn't interesting but it is worth it and then there are some times where it's just like i'm i'm really like there are some times where it's like i'm i can't i really don't feel like doing this thing but if you give me this other thing that sounds actually really appealing to me right now even though the other thing is technically more intensive or harder it's like i just don't feel like doing this one thing and it's always like balancing out those things figuring it out and i think that's kind of part of the fun in a way because you always this is something that just always happens um but for me it's just something that i've been um really just experimenting with taking control like i've been like being more active when writing down like i do things i write down a week goals goals like weeks uh, a week at a time now just because i want to like just to like test the waters and it's been very interesting for me i guess yeah it's always i think it's always about just trying new strategies and there's this weird pressure of like I guess it's all internal pressure, right? Where we come up with a plan and this is what we're going to do and we're going to follow through with it and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes even being successful becomes tedious and boring. Like, oh, this plan that we got, like, yeah, okay, I've been, you know, going to bed every day at 10. All right, done. I've proven to myself I can do it. Even if it's only for five days, whatever i could do this for four years and then i give up and then things fall apart and blah 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 same thing with exercise any good habit and it's not something that's just like i think we're outside the realm of like just adhd stuff you know like Mm -hmm. it's not if it was easy to accomplish your goals like everyone would be accomplishing their goals um and so it's not about like okay i need to you know fix this thing in my brain before i become a failure it's it's a it's tricky no i i know exactly what you're talking about because even if you even if you're hitting what you want to be hitting on paper that doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be interesting to you still like you might still get bored of it you're just more disciplined to do it um that's why recently like when i do things week to week every week I try to add something new or even like games, right? Like I've been, I've been grinding Valorant and it's like, all right, next week I'm going to try, I'm going to switch to Rocket League or my newest one is I'm going to stream. I want to see if I can stream on Reddit four days this week. And it's just, for me, it's just like, 
I have a few things that interest me mentally. Like, oh, I kind of want to like practice some Spanish or um, maybe I'll, I have a guitar case back there. Maybe I'll pick up guitar or I'm like doing virtual reality stuff, right? Like work or in skateboarding, right? And then so instead it's like, all right, I'm going to skate once a week. I'm going to do VR once a week. That way I'm not going to get bored of them once a week. But there's also like, what do I, I always make sure that every week, even if I don't hit everything, I try, or if I do, I try to like change things up just to like make them feel a bit fresh. Because by the end of the week, sometimes I'll just be bored of some things. There's some things like doing the mail, right? I'm going to always have to do the mail, right? But if I'm getting really bored of some things, but I still want to keep doing them, sometimes my solution generally is add different new things that I don't necessarily have to be like, I would only want to be like consistent for them for about like the week. And then if I'm not consistent with them, maybe, or if I am, then it's like maybe next week I might be like, oh, it was fun, but I kind of like want to pivot in a little bit different direction. And that to me, that's how I've been solving that problem. Cause it's like, even if you're doing everything you want to hit, to me, like adding some novelty definitely like makes things keep feeling fresh. And there's always going to be that cycle where you're like, you feel anxious or bored or, or just like whatever. But generally speaking, after that, there's it's that's kind of the fun part is that there's always something after you get that wave, there's always something that like gets you excited. Like for you, you got into stocks uh, yeah. and like and like your music thing and streaming and like things like that. Right. And it's right. like how for me it's like rotating those things but like how can i rotate those things where i'm like not losing skill too much like i'm still somewhat improving but i'm not like just making myself bored of it even like the tiktok things like sometimes i'll be like i'll do it like two or three days and i'll and then i'll like get bored of it and then like two days later i'll be like oh i can do this again this is fun again it's interesting to yep. me like all the different cycles anyway sorry for the adhd tangent on adhd no trust me i i i love tangents that's my whole thing and i think what, what you got me thinking about was kind of the value of that energy you know i we've gone through a lot of different conversations about it like what do we define it as like how do we treat this cyclical nature of our brains and you know, be realistic, but also apply self-love. And we've talked about like sprinting. We've talked about waves. Um, and however you want to define it, the, the truth of it is like, it it is a cycle. It's like a moon cycle, right? And so when it's at its full moon, you have to be willing to transform into that specific were werewolf and just capitalize on whatever it is, What you know? So I'm thinking of like, all right, what would be a life that I could be excited about? And it has to be, I love how you're talking about setting like one week at a time goals, because if I were to apply that to like an ideal life for me, I'm into three things right now. I've really been into not just stocks, but like personal finance and mm -hmm. setting up like my big thing right now is like, I have my retirement accounts set up, not fully funded, but like, I planned out of what I'm saving when, um, and I've been able to like set up some money to tickle with stocks and like individual stocks and picking stuff like that. But 
if I want to, my, my big specific thing is like when I'm 32, so in seven years, I want to be able to afford a down payment on a house. How do I structure that investment strategy where I don't just have, have, have cash laying around, you know? And so that's my big thing that I guarantee, you know, hopefully I could set it up. So it's like an automatic deduction from a paycheck. So I don't have to fucking think about it anymore, but I guarantee mm-hmm. I'm going to be over this in five to seven days. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I were to make content on this and this is one of many things I'm into right now, then like how different and, and kind of cool would it be if I literally was just like, this is my exact financial situation. Like this is no, no like percentages of income. And this is a small, like, this is just how much money I have on this date right now. And just like a four minute video of this is what, you know, a check mark here. That's something that I could do and be interested in and put out there and be like, all right, that's my thing. And then next, my my Minecraft stuff. This is what I've been doing, playing Minecraft. And I've been recording virtually every second I've been playing and trying to get to that 100 days. I actually did that in the last world that you saw me die in real time while we were talking. And I had to scrap, mm-hmm. like, all that footage. You know, I'm like, fuck, I died and, like, got rid of it. Um, but once I hit that 100 days, even though there are videos on YouTube of, like, 200 days, 400 days, 1,000 days, 2,000 days... I'm just going to, and this is Minecraft days, not real life days. Um, I can't see myself going past a hundred days. Like mm-hmm. I get to that hundred mark. I'm like, all right, hopefully I got pretty far and did some cool shit. But if I'm going to keep playing this game, I'm starting from scratch or I'm just going to play a different game, you know? Mm-hmm. So kind of accepting that like, okay, just because I've been playing melee for so long and it's the game I'm best at. You know, if I were to, like, I don't have to say, like, aspirations to be a content creator slash streamer, melee experience, smush them together, that's who I have to be. And I have to accept that, like, a lot of this comes into not fitting a particular mold, but, like, just trying to saddle up the, like, wild horse of my brain and get some sort of mileage out of it in whatever direction it, it's trying to push. Um, mm-hmm. And of course that coincides with hopefully some sort of um, treatment plan slash therapy slash coaching. If this turns out to be sort of a, uh, an ADHD thing, but you know, I think a lot of what my, I'm going to say depression. I'm not super depressed. I've, you know, everyone's a bit depressed this past year. So I, I, but I would say a source of, you know, the depressive bouts that I tend to get mm-hmm. are from in one way or another, being a little hard on myself of failing of, of dropping things or of like coming up with a plan and then not following through on that plan. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm trying to attach a steering wheel to a dolphin and really I need to treat, you know, it's, it's neither a car nor a dolphin. <laughs> it's, it's a horse that needs a saddle. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of that, that metaphor ridden rant, you know, if I could actually follow through on 
some of these ideas and, and, you know, come up with less plans and more just markings of accomplishments, um, then shit, maybe I can actually come out of this quarantine with like some real personal growth. Wouldn't that be a, a an Iron Man emerging from the cave story? I'm into Marvel a lot too, if you didn't know. <laughs> actually, all right. So actually, I want to play on that concept a little bit okay. of, of follow through. Because um, this is also something that I struggle with a lot, obviously, ADHD. Um, have you have you tried? This is gonna sound weird. Um, this is something I've been doing recently. Have you tried adding? This is gonna be weird. Have you tried adding more things? I don't know what else I could add. Uh, there's nothing else. Like when I'm interested in something, I it's just some, I just do it, you know. And so. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of adding things, I don't, I don't think that's a problem. I've, I, I don't remember the last time I was interested. Like I'm, I'm super driven by impulse, mm-hmm. like super driven. I, I watched one video of this uh, roguelike deck builder called the uh, luck be a landlord. And, three minutes into this eight minute video i bought the game and i then i started playing it so i Mm -hmm. and then thinking about making content about you know what i mean like (laughs) so it's i don't think adding things is something i struggle with like i i don't even know what i could add okay because for me what i mean by that is like so the way that i and I'm still playing around with this because I don't know what the optimal way is. And even even if I did, it probably wouldn't be the same for you. But the way that I... So you're talking about follow through, but like, I don't think that things have to be... Like if you start it... Let's say there's like... It's like there's 10, right? So it's something like to finish a task, there's like 0.1 through 10, right? I don't think that you have to go all the way to 10 before switching on to something else. I think the only thing that matters is that you come back to it. So like you could go to one through four on one thing and then one or and then like four through six on a different thing and then like one through four on another thing and then like six through 10 on another thing. And that way you're getting follow through. You're just not getting follow through. Like you're not just starting and follow. You're still, you're adding things in between that follow through, but you're, the important part is that you circle back to it opposed to like trying to go one through 10 all the way through without stopping. If that makes any sense. It definitely does. And I think the problem is, well, funny enough, that's how I work. Like my day job, that's how I do uh, historically. I've always done work. So like, I'll, I like to chunk it up where like I do all like the one thing for like 40, let's say I have a list of a hundred um, for me, it's brands. Let's say I have a hundred brands that need to be reviewed with um, four different columns of of a criteria. I'll do like I'll end up doing like forty of the first column, and then I'll go like bang, 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 and I'll do like the next one and like kind of kind of what you mentioned exactly. 
but around here i'll like do a coffee break and like you know uh, shit like that but um in terms of personal projects i i don't think it's diversified enough even so the things i do like streaming as a hobby you kind of you kind of just do beginning to end right that's that's kind of how streaming works yeah i mean like you're not gonna like get off stream go cook leave stream online and then come back to it right 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 yeah um video projects um i'm definitely like that sometimes with recording the wannabes where i'll like the day before it needs to go out i'll set everything up in in premiere like import the videos and and just kind of plop it in mm-hmm. and then i'll come back to it the next day and actually do the editing because i know that it's been started so i think you're i think you're onto something there um you know maybe the big thing is i guess you're right it, it could be cool to like have a another thing that i'm really into um where i can kind of swap in between and, and just kind of keep like uh, what's that game i'm thinking of a mini game in mario party where you just have to no 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 i'm not thinking of that there's a it's like a mobile game <laughs> so stupid okay. where like you it's all about flying and then you you press down to to dive faster and the goal oh i know what you're talking about i don't know what the game is called but there's like hills and stuff and yeah. you're trying to like you have to like time the like the dips. yeah Damn, what happened to that shit? That was like the number one game, and I don't even remember the name. Yeah, but that's that's the image that comes to my mind of like, all right, you're going to get off. You're going to get bored of this. Like, make it a deliberate thing so you could find the next bit of of what interests you and and go into that, you know? Um, Yeah, and right now, personally, like, the one of the things that i rarely talk about it just it and it's so weird to think of this as like a skill or in the same category of what we're talking about is me living here this is my grandmother's home in the downstairs apartment um and taking care of her and i've mm-hmm. i've you know it, it it seems intuitive and also like a, a weird frame of mind but like i've gotten better at taking care of her because she doesn't need to be like spoon-fed you know she doesn't it's not like she's ill but Mm -hmm. you know i need to be taking the garbage out and and cooking the dinners half the time and uh making sure she has her pill and water and blah 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 and it's been um like even that is kind of what you're talking about where like today i cooked dinner and put all the plates in the sink and yelled at her like don't clean this i'm gonna clean this like Mm-hmm. don't you dare touch this and so i went downstairs did another thing and went back up and did all the dishes and ne- and didn't feel that i'm sure you can relate like that that um resistance that wall that's like i don't i i really don't want to do this mm-hmm. where intellectually you know like it's really just putting dishes in a dishwasher it's not that hard but for whatever reason it's like fuck that like i i i cannot do that so mm-hmm just finding ways to scale that too with just the act of taking care of my grandmother. Um, it's almost given me an, a, a, a fresh little insight into personal projects and all that, man. What a, what a twisty and turny conversation we've been having. I'm so into it though. 
Ah, uh, yeah. See, this is the tan, the, just the tangents on tangents. But I do have a follow-up question. Okay. Um, so we're we're talking a lot about like how to patch up the weaknesses and stuff, and like structure things. But what what ways do you think that um, do you feel like you've like benefited from this type of like thought process? And like what like in in what ways do you think it helps you? Um. Well, I've I'm pretty certain that my dare I say charm as a person mm-hmm. is the only reason I still have my job currently. Mm-hmm. Um even before quarantine, I was working there for 3 months and my performance reviews were not great. They were okay. They just weren't good. And um then quarantine happened and my performance took a nosedive, just, just terrible work from my mm-hmm. end. Um, and I really think the only thing that kept me going was like the relationships that I had made and like it, the impact that short time where I was very much an active social participant where every opportunity I had to talk and to be a presence was uh, some sort of joke that you know was fairly tasteful i i didn't feel the shame of a joke not landing in those first three months uh, i and that is that's pure like me i was i made it a mission to like be as much of myself as possible for as long as possible mm-hmm. and i think that's why they kept me on is because they they saw the value either in a salesman where i could like talk to client potential clients um, and just a, a source of morale where people would be like upset that I've gone. It sounds sociopathic almost that I could get away with being a poor employee with just the act of getting people to like me, but it's true. It's, it's, you know, I mean, don't you work in sales ish? Yeah. Somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense, like there is an intrinsic value or maybe an exploitable value but um i'm i'm happy like i like the person i am um i just don't like my output (laughs) as a productivity so like i see i've been tickling with streaming back and forth of like can i do this can i not and i i just can't be a producer like I, I have to just put myself in positions to perform and mm-hmm. I know I have it in me to do that successfully. Mm-hmm. I just can't get a video out a week. I can't look over my VOD and find the highlights. I can't do so many things that, you know, if I were to be a one man, you know, all encompassing person in the project, I would fail. So Actually, I had a thought, and this is kind of off topic, but I had the thought about two hours ago where I was like, what if I offered equity in a YouTube channel with 210 subscribers to an editor? And I said, help me edit and produce videos for this and you will get, and my thought process, and this is my, this might sound dumb, was like, I'll give you 80% of the um 
potential like earnings of, of this YouTube channel. If you were to help me build this out with things that I would like star in and I would, I would star in holy shit. But like, I would be the, the person in front of the camera, like making it and you would just edit and produce. Is that insane? Is that something that people would actually go for? I don't know. It's tough. Like it depends. I probably would guess not mm -hmm. because it depends how well they know you and like how is if you just stop doing if you just decided like hey you know i'm just not going to do this anymore then they they just kind of wasted their time but it also depends on like maybe not maybe that adds to the resume maybe they really it if they really want to or maybe it's a contract where like if i were to stop or if they were to stop then there's some like payout or something there is a pay yeah like if i stopped doing my end of the bargain i'd have to pay them for everything they made you know something like that i don't know yeah i think about that too in terms of like there's a bunch of video idea even though we have dylan i feel like we could use him more but i feel guilty for doing that but well, there's my... like so many video ideas that yeah. i want to do where i'm just like i'm like oh man I'm asking a lot for this edit. Like, like, all right, I'll give you. So one thing I want to do is I want to do Pokemon on Reddit. And I'm stealing uh, Ludwig and Alpharad's idea. But I'm moving it to Reddit where every, it'd be like a Pokemon MMO. Or you can play Pokemon Fire Red, like massive multiplayer style, fun. Um, but every 10 upvotes I get on my Reddit live stream, I would delete a Pokemon or something. And then I'd want to make that into YouTube content. But like, it's like, dude, sifting through that footage, I almost feel too guilty to like pull the trigger on like making that a YouTube video. Um, so I think about that too, is like, man, it would be so easy to have like, although I don't know, I think that I could deal with editing sometimes, like my own stuff. I just wouldn't want to have to edit all the time. That makes any sense. I would, I would rather take turns or not do it at all. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it would have to be. I mean, that's that's the tricky thing. That's kind of the catch-22 is like in order to get an editor, you need to have someone who believes in your product. But in order to get a product, you have to edit it. So there is like even if eventually I, I would like to not edit my own stuff, I have to. Like – there's no other way around it. I have to edit videos and make shit. And then I'm like, unless you want to pay for somebody, unless I want to pay, but then, then am I really going to sit here and calculate like, okay, in order for this side project to maybe what the goal is to become profitable. Okay. So how much money am I going to put into it? Oh yeah. If it's, if your goal is to make it profitable, that's, that's a, that probably isn't realistic. Yeah. So you know what I mean? the start um but i don't know i think like what's interesting for me is like so editing that pokemon video of like oh i'm gonna do like 10 i want to like do this reddit stream and like edit it and make it into a youtube video that to me sounds awful but i would like editing an amv uh or animated music video it's like just music edited towards anime it's like an edit edit sounds so fucking appealing to me like i will spend 25 hours on a video or something over time 
to like that to me is if I'm going to learn how to edit, I'm going to learn how to edit doing that because mm -hmm. it's like that sounds, but that's like to me, like editing as like an artistic piece and mm -hmm. not editing towards like just to justify a means to an end. And that may be why Dylan, how di like why Dylan edits and he edits so well is because to him, it's like, he's not, it's not just a means to an end to him. It's like, he's like trying to make it this like art piece. Um, and his editing is cracked. Although um, he also like has like sometimes he like I remember when I first started talking to him, he's uploading. I like I was like, dude, I don't know how you're uploading this quality of edit sustainably. Like I'm just saying you might want to like sandbag some footage. And then like I think he burnt out like a week later. And I was like, but it's just like you get into that race but like that but that's something that's interesting to me is like i would never i really don't want to edit some types of things but like in amv like an editing editing project i'm like oh because i really appreciate good editing um so i'd want to edit a edit but i wouldn't want to edit like just to like just to crank out a product no i i hear you man yeah and that's i think that's something that's like not going away you know uh, um maybe maybe the first goal is like because what stops me from making content is the edit because I have ideas all the time and I love performing and I really do love streaming too. Even if, if it's to no one or if it's to one person that comes in just to say hi that I pretend is there the whole time, you know, like there's a lot to this side that's still very appealing to me. Um, and I just need to address the, it's it all comes down to the edit, man. And speaking of edit, we do have to edit this this uh, this podcast here. We gotta cut it sooner than later. Um, we did not uh, talk uh, about marketing and melee. We have a lot more to talk about. Um, we might have I, another episode with me and you. I'm down to return another time. I mean, if I get another excuse to be on the wannabes podcast, oh, um, most coveted no. two person now three person melee podcast that sometimes doesn't talk about melee uh, but any any parting words before we go um hmm. meet yourself where you're at that's what i always say that's the theme that i bring to the wannabes channel and uh go to turndownforwalt.com and buy some merch fuck you all right uh matt thanks for joining thanks for coming on and um dealing with my ridiculous rants and honestly countering with some good rants of your own you had some good ones <laughs> oh, yeah. in there this is just the rant the rant podcast now yeah dude but yeah appreciate it this was a good time and um shit man go meet yourself where you're at if you know what i mean true see i i i made it bad all right man i'll catch you later the wannabes episode 14 part two we're going to do a bit of a continuation with our good friend Ventus official Matt. Hey, say say hello again. Hi, welcome back. Yep. Slash continued listening to the episode. Right. So I think just a, a gameplay decision, gameplay, game time, game time decision. We're just going to stick these two back to back, make it super long because uh, the last one we did about a week ago and it hasn't been released. Mm -hmm. And so we're, a lot of what we're going to talk about is a continuation because, uh, shit, I got diagnosed with ADD. Let's just put it out there, right?
and that's kind of what we talked about. So we might repeat some stuff. Um, I haven't listened back to our conversation. It was a week ago. But now that we are in a different spot, I feel like there's just so much more to cover, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, look, first off, um, how was your week? How you doing? Uh, my week was good. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, my... I guess my priorities for next week. I hear that. Man, I feel like I can... Everything I'm hearing is, like, through a filter now of, like, okay, I'm... Because I'll put this out there, too. I'm now medicated as well. And so everything that we are going to be talking about with prioritization, which I'm, like, also with you as, like, shit, I need to realize how to prioritize. Um, there's so much that we have in common right now. Down to, and forgive me, I could take this out, our dosage. We take the same amount of <laughs> drug, no? <laughs> yeah, we do. What do you... So JD messaged me because he was like, oh yeah, I got diagnosed. And then, uh, spoiler alert, he had COVID. Um, so um, he couldn't take it the first day. The second day, he was like feeling a bit better enough to like take his medication. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm taking, uh, do you, can I like spoil? Yeah, no, go for medication? it. It was like, oh yeah, I'm taking like Adderall XR and it's like 15 milligrams, which isn't too much, but it is it is a thing um and i was like no fucking way that is like literally the exact thing that i'm prescribed i was actually prescribed higher and then i asked them to interesting yeah i want to talk about that sort of stuff too um but yeah man it's been a very interesting three days um honestly some of if if you took like a rolling average a three-day rolling average of productivity I can't think of a time where I was able to keep up this level of, cause it's mostly like cleaning and, you know, making sure dishes aren't like small things here and there, mm-hmm. but, um, I'm able to just like go from one thing and then, you know, to another, to another. And at times I was getting emotional. I, I have so many emotions to go through, you know? Because I've never felt more confident in my ability to like achieve a goal, but, mm-hmm. you know, like your ability to execute. Yeah, to to just like sit down and and do the, the simple thing that I know is simple. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first I was pretty guilty about like, man, am I just taking a drug? Like, am, do I really need this? Is this real? And, and like, kind of beating myself up a little bit but by the second day and today i'm starting to realize that like and and looking into it and and continuously doing research and listening to other people's stories that Mm -hmm. you know people who don't have that dopamine problem right it's like that's what it's solving is the dopamine problem when they take adderall they feel high they feel like a an elation Mm -hmm. and i don't feel that you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel, you know, focused and I'm able to like sit down and do the thing, but I also still get distracted. First off, I still can, you know, I, my brain is still yeah, very I similar. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Like it, the medication is definitely, it is only one part of, um, the solution. Like it doesn't necessarily mean like, it's not like you just take it 
and then you're like instantly just go to work like you right. still have to put some like you still have to have some intention but when you have intention the wall between i feel like having that intention and action that bridge is a lot shorter to gap than being off it um, yeah in my opinion you're taught i mean totally couldn't have said it better myself and really what's what's exciting is that like i you know a lot of the fears i had and granted i'm still very early on i think because it's a relatively low dosage i'm actually i'm pretty happy with it for now mm-hmm. if you know who knows if if i start to build a tolerance i don't know but for now i'm, I'm happy that it's on the lower end mm-hmm. um you know overall i still feel this like the same person which was a big fear i had that you know there's the stigma of you turn into a zombie or you like lose your creativity or you know blah 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 and you know it took actually a little adjusting to realize that i was filtering a lot more thoughts than i used to and so Mm -hmm. i would like make less jokes and like say less things off the cuff and all that um and that's still like some getting used to where you know i was able to go on a walk and i didn't just say everything that came to my head i'm really like wait i usually just say shit all the time i just say it and now that's Mm -hmm. gone um and just little things like that i'm sure i'm gonna keep like spouting off because it's this is all still so new and i'm like discovering it in real time uh and it's really i'm really excited to have you and before i continuously steamroll the conversation (laughs) you said that you want me to so i'm putting that out there oh yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> but i'm really excited i did say that before the show by the way uh he did he did he did <laughs> promise uh but i'm really excited to talk to you about it and will uh and dylan funny enough like we have a team of four people on the wannabes and all of us now officially have been diagnosed with some form of adhd which is like so funny probably what brought us all together was we like, need to rebrand i'm well, well if, if it's not a full rebrand it's going to be like a, a spinoff or, or something because mm-hmm. I'm not only am I ready to like be very open about my entire experience because shit, you, I only have one shot at like documenting where I'm at right now, you know? So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so ready to just talk about it all the time. And it's also all I'm thinking about. Um, but also now I'm like able to make more shit, you know? And mm-hmm fuck i i made like i'm not nervous about this episode going out i know i'm going to take care of it like tomorrow or tuesday and i'm excited to like just sit down and be like all right done but um you know those episodes we had in the bag i put together a compilation it's finished it's exported it's done of the three commentators and all the questions i asked and i'm Mm -hmm. like fuck this is a pretty good video you know what i mean yeah so i'm just ready to like push forward and to like reevaluate all the uh, all the little sandboxes that i had built and abandoned and i'm ready mm-hmm. to like refill it up with with toys and with sand and be like you know what? i'm gonna play over here for a bit and like actually finish building a little castle and then i'll go over there and like all right let me uh, you know actually excavate you know what i mean it's uh mm-hmm. it's cool to revisit the things i used to care about or have always cared about but now with a little more like backbone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take a step back. Like 
what are your thoughts parsed through all the bullshit I just threw at you? My excited bullshit. Um, I mean, I know what you mean. I was prescribed, I got diagnosed when I was 18. And then I was on my medication for like two or three years. And then I went on antidepressants. And then when that happened, they took me off my medication. And then I stopped taking antidepressants. And I just had nothing for like two years. Um, and then I got re-prescribed last year. And then I was like, oh my God. Wow. That's right. It's pretty great. Full off. Um, that sounds tough to be fully off. Hmm? You get, you definitely, you get used to it. Like it's not, um, and also for me, there are definitely times where it is healthier for me to be off my medication. Um, mainly because, and I should probably talk to my doctor about this. Um, for me, um, it can be, it is like an appetite suppressant and it makes it much easier for me to for like to forget to drink water or something like that. And, uh, I will, I will like neglect eating or drinking sometimes because I just don't crave, like, I don't feel that like craving as much. Um, and if that happens, then normally I want to like be off my medication and then kickstart my appetite and then go back on my medication. Huh? Okay. So you have some like kind of workarounds to the side effects and shit like that. Yeah, man. The, the appetite thing has been killer. I, I'm, I'm still navigating that because, um, some people, you know, some people might want an appetite suppressant. Um, mm -hmm. and in some cases, like I've been eating less like dessert, but you know, I still need to eat dinner, you know? If I, yeah. Yeah. So like waking up after not having a proper supper, you feel like shit. Like it's bad. You know, I'm sure, you know, the feel. No, like, honestly, that's probably, that's literally one of my biggest struggles. Like I normally don't, I will get very used to not eating enough. Um, to the point where like, I was losing a ton of weight. I think I was at like, I'm like 5'10-ish, 5'9", 5'10". Um, and I was like 137. Oh, wow. And I was like, yikes. All right, that is... Because I, I was like 155 at one point, And I'm like, I'm dropping weight. Um, and so really prioritizing eating. And then... Um, and like... Like, it makes a huge difference, too. Like, if I'll... Because I'd wake up hungry... But I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like really fully recognize like that I'm just in an off mood because I'm hungry. And then I'd, I'd live like that for like more days out of the week than not. And so that's just something I'm trying to correct. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's like, it's, it's, it's funny because if you had told me that, you know, a, a week ago, I would know intellectually what you're talking about. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, a little for me is like this morning I had to, you know, I had to eat breakfast. I knew that I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to be taking this medicine. I need to, you know, make sure I'm eating probably beforehand. Um, and I made like a little smoothie with a little peanut butter and a banana and some water and berries and spinach. Um, but I had to like choke it down. It took me an hour to drink like a glass, you know? And, 
that's the sort of thing. It's like yeah, the day before or yesterday, I, I had tried eating eggs in the afternoon and I had to choke it down. Like I need to, I had to have a pineapple, a piece of pineapple and like use it to, to make the eggs palatable. So I wouldn't, you know, gag. Um, yeah, a big issue. And at the end of the day, it's not just like in the morning when you're, if you don't eat, if you don't eat anything and it's like 4 PM, that crash that everyone gets around that time is three times worse. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem. Um, so that's definitely something that's what I'm navigating. Um, also it sucks as my sink is broken right now. Um, so I can't really cook very much. Um, because like, I can't, I can't use my sink or if I do cook, I have to be like very smart about that. So I'm either tomorrow slash tonight, I'm either going to have to figure out how to fix my sink or I'm just going to have to like cook knowing that my sink is kind of fucked up. Damn, dude. Face the repercussions for it. Um, it's rough. Yeah. But what can you do? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to put this out there. I don't think this is a big deal. It's not technically illegal, but I'm going to talk about it. Um, I've actually been... Um, smoking weed alongside mm -hmm. alongside the medicine and it's something that i did the first day just because it was like seven o'clock and i'm like i haven't eaten dinner yet i want to kind of trigger my appetite so i mm -hmm. i smoked a little bit and then you know was able to eat dinner um and then i did it the second day and the third day so i actually haven't had a day where i didn't do both mm -hmm. um which i'm going to keep an eye on i don't think i need to do that during the work week so I, I'm going to like probably not do that for a while, but um, it really helps with like a little nausea that I have um, and like doing the, like it, it, it makes the, the whole, you know, sit down and getting the thing done. It makes it like a long lasting, like enjoyable thing. I'll be listening to music while doing the dishes and I'm straight up like having a good time. Mm -hmm. um again I'm, i don't recommend anyone do this it's mixing drugs it's not the smartest yeah, thing talk to your doctor <laughs> yeah i'm going to talk to her for sure I, i'm not um, i'm not just going to tell you and then hide it from the medical professional <laughs> that's prescribing me stuff but i just want to you know be as transparent as possible that's like um today it was almost i felt i took it i felt a little sick and it was like 12 30 i hadn't done much and i'm like i got i'm gonna go smoke again and i came back and did have a productive day after so it's just a strange thing that i'm dealing with it's it's, it's a pretty specific thing but um you know it's i i have to be careful i guess is all i'm saying like i i can't just um you know i, I have to respect these these bills because a lot of things could go wrong they're they're easily abused um you know, even if you just take it too late, you, you you'll fuck up your sleep. Um, and look at my sleep schedule. Yeah, I don't even want to get into it, man. <laughs> I uh, I hope your sleep schedule can can recover. Uh, you also work in a restaurant, so that's like, I don't know many people who work in restaurants with normal sleep schedules. But uh, yeah, actually, so um, fun strategy if you have a messed up sleep schedule i've been doing this recently i used to do this all the time 
uh, but I stop because when you, if I rely on it too much, it can fuck shit up if I don't have my medication. Um, but what I will do is I will set an alarm. Let's say if I want to wake up at like, all right, let's pretend I have normal working hours. Let's say I wanted to wake up at 9 a.m. All right. So like, actually, that's later than normal. But you get the <laughs> yeah, point. I was like, uh, work starts at 9. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. No, but I, I will set my alarm for an hour earlier, um, take my medication, go back to sleep. And then uh, like an hour later, it'll like just help me get out of bed because like the medication is already kicked in. Um, that's smart. I think that's not, uh, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, I don't fully recommend that like to rely on that all the time, but I feel like if you're shifting your sleep schedule, it's it to, for me, it's been working out pretty well. Yeah, man, for sure. And so, I mean, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about um, a few things, right? So the, the first thing we mentioned was how you wanted to organize your next week. I want to like get really granular about that because I'm looking for strategies as I start my own week. <laughs> um, I actually have something I want to show you that's like a little whiteboard action. Um, and we're talking about health, right? Um, but besides just like eating itself one mm -hmm. big thing that my psychiatrist mentioned was like nutrition is a huge huge deal and it affects add brains a, kind of more so than the normal obviously it's important for everyone to eat healthy and to you know have the proper nutrients and all that but uh before she sent me information about the drug she sent me information about shit like omega-3s like taking proper vitamins and, and making sure the food I'm eating is, is organic and healthy and stuff like that. So what has been your experience with your diet and, and do you see like a strong correlation between eating well and like performing? Uh, yes and no. Um, it depends where my diet is at. So I'm always like, my always thing is meet yourself where you're at. Um, if I don't have, if I'm not eating enough at all, then my priority is to be getting enough calories. So I'm not just like malnourished. Yeah. Um, and then once I get there, um, then yeah, I definitely notice. Like if I cook, my big, my go to is like white rice, smoked sausage, and uh, broccoli. If I cook those, that's really good. Um, I try to have salmon once a week. Because uh, I also love salmon, but it's also just great for like clarity of mind. Again, yeah. with broccoli. Um, broccoli is those amazing. are like my. Yeah, it is. It really is like a. It's a great anti-stressor, um, at least in my experience. So those are really good, um, but for me, it really depends on like how am I eating enough in the first place. Like, so, like literally, if I. Because even before I was prescribed uh, medication, I still was like kind of malnourished, like even without it. Um, so my real priority is like literally just getting enough calories. And then once I hit a certain weight, uh, I try to like, you know, I try to standardize, you know, standardize before you optimize. I try to make it the standard I'm eating. And then as that's the standard, I try to like optimize what I'm eating. That's but, great. Yeah. If you can add in a good meal in here or there also like i like salmon like that's one of my favorite foods right yeah. so it's like i'm kind of lucky in that way uh but it just depends no i think it's a great kind of standard that you're making uh fun fact that i 
can't shake out of my head. I'm just going to say it. So apparently my dad, when he was a kid, they didn't have broccoli. Like broccoli wasn't a thing. And I don't know if it was just his family. Yeah, I don't know. But he was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, I'm glad that I gave you guys broccoli because we never had broccoli as a kid. Like that's like one of two vegetables we ate. What (laughs) what did you eat? He goes, we just had spinach and asparagus. I'm like, all right, those are fine too. But no, I can't imagine a, a childhood or a life without broccoli. Um, that I just needed to get that off my chest, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I've, the big thing that I've been thinking about all the time is like, I'm not hungry, but I could eat some Mac and cheese right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it'd be 3 PM or something. And I'm like, I didn't eat anything I need to eat. Luckily I just stocked my, my fridge with, um, and my cupboards with like, uh, salted peanuts and hummus. So I know I could get some like delicious protein in there, but I'm like, if I want a meal, I really literally just want mac and cheese. So I'm going to have to be careful because, um, that's the most delicious food on the planet. And I guess that's just something we're going to have to keep tabs on. You know, there's only so much we could talk about it now, but over time, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I accidentally bought uh, 30 bananas because i did was that the instacart thing or something like that <laughs> yeah i got i i bought five it said like maximum four to six or something like that and i put five in and um i should have noticed that it was a dollar 69 and i'm like that that seems expensive for a banana but whatever and so i got 30 bananas and so i took all those bananas i found spinach that we had in the freezer and some frozen berries and I mean, thank God for Adderall. This is like, you know, a building block that's helping other things. I, I made baggies with chopped up bananas, spinach and berries. And I have like two weeks worth of smooth of pre-made smoothies in these little bags. It's absolutely busted. And just to kind of round off the topic, like that was my big goal is like the first thing I want to do utilizing this medication is to get like to be healthier, you know, to get my body up to speed because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what, you know, drug you're on. Uh, if you're out of shape and if you aren't eating the right things and etc., like you're still going to get tired midday and your, your brain's not gonna be able to keep up. And um, I mean, not even, not to mention the long-term health and, you know, Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about long-term health. I care about how do I feel like tomorrow. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, and the other topic I wanted to hit was is organization. I'm like, because I've gone both sides of the spectrum where I'm like, oh, I have a billion ideas and I can execute them all and I will and this is great. And then, you know, six o'clock rolls around. And I'm like, you know what? I did some good stuff today, but... There's a lot of things that I put down that I just did not even attempt. Um, so I want to throw it to you. Like what what goes through your mind when you are planning your priorities? And I know you've talked about like doing a day, doing a week, trying to keep it short term. But how do you fit like short term and long term goals? And how does like the medication factor into that? Um, right now I've been doing it weekly. 
Um, so I'll be setting like week term goals. Like these are, for example, um, hmm, let me try to think what are some, like, I want to clean 20 minutes a day, five days a week at least. Um, that's one of them. I want to cook like three times. I want to have five days where I drink three of these water bottles. Oh, wait, um, what color is that? It's like, it's mint. Uh, not, not quite, not quite. The baby blue. Um, so there's stuff like that, um, which has been, and then if I'm really like bored or if I don't know, like the direction of my day, then normally I will do, sometimes I'll do it like per day. And then other times I'll just do it per week. Cause it just depends. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to get like analysis by paralysis. So if I write out, I, like, what do I want to do today? And then you, sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't, but it's also just nice to have that like direction. Mm -hmm. Usually I hit some things, um, but the weak ones are like my like priority. Um, and then sometimes I'll do like bi-weeklies and that'll be like a little bit more long-term. Uh, and I'll have like a set of like priorities kind of like, like these are, this is like really what I want to hit. And then I'll have like bonus goals that are like, if I do them like more for fun, like if I do them great. And then, um, sometimes I'll move those bonus goals up to like more like priority goals the next week. And it also just helps me like keep tabs of like also like future things like, okay, you know, like this is kind of a priority I want to handle at some point. It's not going to be a priority for me right now. But if I have extra time and I'm feeling restless, I can do that. And if I, and it's also just like, if I nail all these things and I feel like I can add something in next week, maybe I'll move. Um, that's how I do it right now. But I rarely ever nail a week, but I'll normally do like 75% of everything I'm out to do, which I'm, I'm fine with. Unless that, unless the 25% is something that is like, dangerously get your taxes in on time like something super yeah important. no that's exactly that's right. actually that is literally one of my examples i actually did it <laughs> Good um, but it yeah. was something that i was like it's like okay you know some of this i have more leeway on but like this one is like yikes yeah, it's yeah. not just my taxes i'm doing either so so uh when it comes down to like a day-to-day -day or even hour to hour let's say you have you know four hours before work and you know you've taken care of the basics like breakfast brush your teeth shower stuff like that um how how do you handle that i've always felt like large chunks of time have been my biggest enemy my entire life and so ah, now I, no i know exactly what you're talking like, about dude i used to hate days off i still kind of do like a random day off like on a tuesday or something no one else is off i have the house to myself or whatever um would just throw me into despair you know how, how do you handle long chunks of time where you want to be productive but the temptation to slack off is so so large mm, it depends how stressed i am uh i think it's usually what i'll do is so i'll set a timer um if i really want to want to do something or that's when i'll write like or this is what I want to do. Mm. Um, just because that will like kickstart me into like doing things. 
um, especially if I'm just bored. Um, so that's one thing. Um, but generally speaking, I will, I'll kind of like set up goals that I want to do or like things I want to do during the day. Um, but I'll make sure that I have some space to work with in between. Like if I'm going from like one thing to another, to another, that's like really good for a time, but like doing that for like three hours or four hours straight, especially if it's a lot of tasks, uh, can be like really stressful. Mm -hmm. Uh, so normally I would set up like something I want to do, something that's fun to do eat. And then I'll literally be like, all right, for like the next 30 minutes, I'm just going to like let myself like literally do nothing or just like chill out, um, or rest. And then that way I'm like more refreshed. Um, but there's definitely like, I think that's a lot different to me than, um, having a day where like, for example, if I have work at five, then I don't feel like I'm I feel like that's different than like having a day off because at five to me, I'm just like waiting for that work, you know, like I feel like things start at work. Um, so that's when I'll usually do things where I will set a timer for like, I'm going to do a task and I'll li like literally set a timer on my phone and then I'll be like, all right, during this time, I will like just allow myself to focus on this thing. And that way, and then afterwards, I'll like think about because I don't want to like be thinking about, oh, I have work in an hour when I or like three hours from now when I'm doing something. Um, so if I set a timer, I've heard this helps with ADHD a lot, um, mainly and even not ADHD, but basically just moving from one task to another. It makes that task feel like it's like finality, like it's done. Mm. You can like move one to the other more um you get like less residue so that's another thing that i do mainly if i have something that like i'm excited for or anxious about or like a set in stone thing i set up timers so i can break up my day instead of just feel like i'm waiting um, or sometimes i just wait that happens too yeah yeah i resonate with a lot of that um i would probably really struggle in a work environment that had different call times. Um, and I, I can see that being like its own hurdle. You know, it's like, it's hard to get into one specific routine. Rather, you have to get into like a ritual that can be performed at any different time, depending on the circumstance. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's a helpful thing to hear because, um, you know, even even though technically I could I start work at nine and you know end at six. Sometimes I'll have a meeting at noon and sometimes I'll have a meeting at two. Sometimes I won't have any meeting. And a lot of a lot of the time if I have a meeting at half an hour, I'll and this is, you know, pre medication or diagnosis, I'll end up just like, all right, I have a meeting in half an hour and I'll just do you know, I'll play video games for half an hour during work. Uh, because hey, I got I'm I I can't get any work done in half an hour. You know, I need, mm -hmm. I need two hours to do whatever task, but you know, I think when it comes to these tasks or kind of long term, I guess maybe a better term is mission. Cause it's like something like writing or something like, um, 
research, like I, I, I do analysis and research for my job where it's, there's 0% chance that I can do 100% of the work in one sitting. That's just not how the work goes. You do as much as you can for chunks at a time. And so I think timers are something I'm definitely going to be playing with a lot to say like, hey, let me work for half an hour. Go for it. And then, you know, 10 minute reward or 10 minute break. Um, or, you know, I'm just throwing times out there. Uh, that's something to experiment with and um, really turn into like a weapon where if I can hone in on the focus that I know I have um, aided by this medication, then I can really like carve out a, a nice day and, and get, you know, the things done. Um, and this kind of turns into another a huge problem I've always had and something I'm sure that you're, you're uh, good to talk to about, but you know, we talked about short-term goals, but long-term goals um, was one of the first things I put in my journal is like, I'm so tired of not being able to have long-term goals and not even understand what they are. And if I do have them, it's like one that I put on an impulse and within a week I'm, you know, I'm onto a, a new long-term goal. So, you know, obviously it's, it's difficult for anyone our age or in our age group, um, to be fully self-aware of what they want their life to be. And there's a lot of problems that, you know, come across with like society, capitalism, blah, 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 blah. But in your experience, how do you deal with, you know, working towards a long-term goal, like, figuring out what those are even and you know the ways to make it feel doable or you know not so overwhelming hmm well i'm pretty terrible with long-term goals first of all so i'll, <laughs> I'll get that off my chest right now then we both um, are. My only, yeah my only real long-term goal right now is to make the marketing thing a real career. Um, but that's also because like, I don't have a college degree. Um, I don't, I really don't have many other options if I'm being honest or avenues. Like I, this is like one of the fields that I have a skill set in. Mm -hmm. Um, and besides that, uh, I'm like, I've been just working at a restaurant. So, um, so that is my long-term goal um, right now, which is a career goal. And that is, I mean, it's a little bit easier because I work with people like you guys and Walt and like just other people. Like, so that's a, a collaborative effort. Mm. Um, so that's one. Uh, and in that case, honestly, I think it really depends on like where I'm at. Like, Normally it is normally I try to take things by like, it depends how overwhelmed I feel. If I feel overwhelmed, then usually I just try to focus on what's in front of me. And I basically consider it a, you're, you're just like planting seeds, you know, you're just like watering the plants every day, you know? And because if I become too, they, I think they talk about this in like med school a lot. But basically, like you have like med school is so much like it's so stressful that if they think about like next semester, like 
you'll just like burn yourself out and get overwhelmed. So usually med school students get through it by just focusing on like what's in front of them in the moment. Um, but also as someone who is my job is like content strategy and, or marketing strategy, it's also easier for me because I, my job is to help people have long-term visions and goals for their thing, mm -hmm. but it also allows me to kind of take myself out of it. Right. Um, because it's like, when I see it for other people, I don't have that like bias as much, I guess, or I don't have that like ego about it or pressure because it's not my thing. Um, although I like to believe that I am involved, um, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, your identity so isn't wrapped up in it. It's, it's a job. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's something that I'm like happy to work on. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like if I, if I do my own content, then I'm much more careful with myself, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen the mental traps that people fall into. Um, so there's that. Um, but normally long-term goals, like for example, one of my long-term goals is to be more fit, right? Um, but instead of making it about, I want to hit like a certain thing, I want to be like able to bench whatever. Um, I just want to be a healthier person, right? And so I go more for like the mental health, health aspect of it. Um, and then that's my reason to do it. I don't really have any like long-term, I want to do this with my fitness. Sure. Um, it's more like, I want to have, I want to just become a healthier person. And that's a long-term goal. Uh, but it like, it's more of an, I, I guess like a value goal than it is like a, like, here's the end of the line goal. Like, that's just something that aligns with my value. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, again, so much I resonate with. I mean, especially the health thing. Like we talked about it a little bit. Well, we, we talked about a good amount, but like, again, yeah, I, I don't think of health as like, oh, I want to run a 5k or, or whatever. I think of it like I felt like shit after eating that plate of nachos the other day. So I'm going to be a little healthier today to maybe not feel like shit tomorrow. That's always been my head, at least in that facet. Um, and in content creation, I mean, this is where I feel like I'm finally in a position to like sit down and, and legitimately craft out a goal because yes, I, I kind of was a little sprinty today. I, I literally made two videos in a day, which I don't think I've ever done. And mm. that's entirely attributed to Adderall. But, um, you know, as I zone out and I'm, or zoom out rather, and look at, you know, what things I like and what, what possibilities are out there, you know, I'm starting to hone in on like something we talked about too, which is, you know, finding an editor. I think one of my first long-term goals I want to put out into the world and like really start working towards is I want to be able to um, build a, a channel or a platform or a brand that makes enough money to hire an editor you know, okay, which takes time. And thankfully, I'm not starting completely from scratch, you know, with skills and a small brand and a small following, but whatever. But um, I think that qualifies as a long term goal that is fairly doable. 
now it's just a matter of like putting in that you know watering the seeds every day and ever understanding that every time i'm going to edit it's um for the purpose of eventually not needing to edit anymore <laughs> you know um and so then it just becomes like chopping it down and, and we're back to square one of like what does that mean for short-term goals what, what do i have to do to get to that point um on a day-to-day -day? what what are my weekly goals and and uh, one thing I want to show you, which is kind of an inverse of a calendar or setting up goals. One moment. It's going to be the whiteboard. It's a whiteboard and it's uh it's reversed and I know it's reversed, but you could see enough that it says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, it's on the right, but this is actually, you know, when you're looking at it non-reverse, it's on the left. This is where I'm going to put things like, you know, health, um, something creative, probably something melee related, something work related. And that that's enough. You get the point. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but um, instead of writing like things like a to-do list or things I want to do, I only fill it in at the end of the day with what I ended up doing that day. So it's an accomplishment chart. It's not a um, calendar. Mm -hmm. Something I've talked about, I think I talked about it last week. So anyone listening to yeah. this, yeah, anyone listening to this through would be, you know, I was like, all right, I get it, go along. But, um, you know, I'm starting it tomorrow. Um, and we'll just see how it goes. I'm still deciding exactly what I want to put. I have six boxes there um so i think like editing is something i want to look to do like just opening up premiere and, and putting a little bit of time into a project every day would be so much of an improvement and probably the single most important thing i could do to reach the long-term goal of eventually hiring an editor how ironic is that but um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. And, you know, I have a ton of wannabe stuff that we could get out. Um, still a bunch of interviews I want to do and people who, you know, there's so much in front of me that it's just, all right, let's take a step back. What can I do today? Let's feel good about my daily accomplishments and start marking them, you know, early stuff, setting the stage, et cetera, et cetera. What are your thoughts? It's gonna make our uh, it's gonna make our our wannabes meetings a lot more interesting. Now I'm like, all right, now I gotta give JD. I gotta come up with some more marketing strategies for the near future. Um, yeah, that's what I that's what I initially think. Um, which I'm a bit excited about. It's always fun for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think especially with something like content creation, um, it is such a evolving thing where you're always like seeing you're always like adapting you're always like making adaptations or like changing things up like okay maybe this week we'll try to do this type of content or that and then we'll move on and in a weird way i feel like that's actually really suited for adhd um because it's like you're adding novelty all the time yeah 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 um but i also think that that makes it 
it can be trickier for like long-term strategy because the strategy is to come up with new strategies all the time, <laughs> you know, kind of, like, and be um, consistent. Consistency was always the thing I've complained about. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely, there are some things that don't really change. Uh, and I mean, like, obviously if you're like the types of video you make also change how like consistent you're allowed to be. Um, but if you're being, but that's more for like uploading. If we're being realistic, you're probably putting in the same amount of like YouTube hours. And if not, like, it just depends on the. So, um, it depends like, on the what? Sorry. Like in terms of like consistently uploading, it depends on the type of content you make. Like Summoning Salt puts out a video like every few months. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that he's literally working on those videos to put out in that meantime. Like those videos, like there's a lot of research. There's just like a lot of elements that go out into those videos. Um, so, but yeah, like so consistently like actually it's like, you know, if you're playing guitar, like, you know, you still practice every day. It doesn't necessarily mean you're like have to make a song or like make a new album, but there's like some layers of like ideas. And then there's some layers of like, you know, the process of recording or editing and stuff like that. And yeah. hopefully you get to have like fun changing things up. Yeah. That actually kind of, dislodged this idea that i i didn't realize i was holding on to which is um the dogmatic um idea of weekly uploads or timely uploads every etc and so that's important i think with the podcast it's probably the most important medium to be consistent but with youtube it's like you know as long as especially at the stage i'm at now there's no reason to to force myself to do something because it's led to burnout before and it's going to lead to it again. Um, and even though I'm, I'm, you know, medicated and I'm getting a lot of help doesn't mean it's a good idea to be like, all right, time for weekly uploads. Like, let's go dude. You know, it, it's, it's not the time for that. So I think right, <clears throat> right now, um, all I could do is just work to do it every day something every day, some sort of work. If it's just writing a script and that's what I did and, and you know, I've literally nothing to edit. Fine. All right. Fine. At least I'm writing. Um, hopefully I'm, you know, writing is always something I'm good at. So that's like a thing I could probably churn out in the background and write a little bit here and there as ideas come in. And so there's always something to edit, but I think overall, like if I could just, put a really awesome string of like yep edited today yes 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 then any results are gonna follow you know i'm gonna stumble across an, a, a video idea that's easily replicatable and fun and i get to just use that as my new sandbox for joke writing or you know a, a, a new podcast idea where i talk about add <laughs> you know and that's all we talk about just like this um you know, as long as I'm committing to like sitting down and being like, all right, let me work towards this goal today. Even if it's just for this 20 minutes of, of time, um, you know, listening to it now, I don't see how, you know, I could come, 
come out of that and feel bad about myself. Like, even if success doesn't necessarily follow, like, I know that at least I'm showing up. And I think that's what I'm most excited to do is, you know, have different focuses and still have my, the parts of my brain that I really like, which is keeping things novel and looking for new things and getting excited about new ideas. But, um, being more able to show up. Yeah. You know? Sounds exciting. Yeah. And, and shit, you got me at nine forty. This is like, I, I, I'm surprised I have any, any energy at all right now. Um, but yeah, I, I really, you know, and, and ready to, to, to bunker down and like take it a day at a time, but also, understand this is going to take weeks and months of effort to to move the needle and it's it's funny because i don't regret you know how i've been the past like a year or two years really since i've graduated where i've had like these spurts of energy and i've worked a little bit here and there and like i get on these kicks we've called them sprints you know mm-hmm. I don't regret that, even though they didn't really amount to much. And I've, it led to a lot of frustration and self-doubt. And, uh, you know, I, truth be told, at the end of it, I've accumulated a baseline of a lot of these different skills um, that are important to content creation, which at the end of the day, I do think I'm still going for. I still think I, I really want to make something out of it. So... You know, even though technically I'm, what is it, four years into a YouTube channel or whatever and, and still haven't, like, made a bunch of progress, like, hey, man, I'm grateful for the progress I did make. Yeah, I mean, it, and also, I mean, I think that you definitely, like, they're definitely, even without, like, the medication, I mean, you still moved doing the podcast irregular irregularly to pretty frequently mm-hmm. um so even with that 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 was like still moving in that direction with the consistency um it's really interesting i don't know it's really interesting for me operating on medication and then some days like off and then seeing the difference um cuz i feel like on medication you don't there isn't as much of a sprint um, and it is more of like, it can be sprinty at times and other times not. Um, and that is like the strategies that work and don't work somewhat shift. I feel like on medication and off medication um, in terms of like, you can be a little bit more steady uh, on medication, but there are still more, there's still like pitfalls too. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I definitely think that, but even like you were talking about cleaning earlier and like editing, I think the other part of it is that like, you know, editing or cleaning doesn't have to feel like this awful task that life is like, yeah. you have this like existential dread about doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to be, too, you know, um, it's but true it's like, though. Oh man. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, actually, this is like, 
really not that bad. Uh, and it's kind of nice, actually. Like, like now it's like cleaning is pretty great. Act like in all honesty, once you actually do it, it it's just like getting to that point or even editing. Like if you're in the midst of it, I think that it's actually not that bad. Uh, but bridging that wall between getting to that point, I feel like is the hard part. And I definitely feel like um, medication is definitely like helps bridge that gap and makes it. Uh, the only difference is though, like, I feel like if you, if I had like a ton of tasks, sometimes in the midst of chaos, in my experience, it's better to be like off my medication because it's our, if it's already like highly stimulating. So like, mm. it'll bring me back to baseline instead of like burning out, I guess, or like freaking out. Uh, but that's something you'll have to explore on your own and let me know how you feel. For sure. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, I don't miss the days of, you know, looking at, cause Premiere has that little box with the PR and the logo. And sometimes it's actually a triggering thing to look at. And right now it's almost like we made up and, um, after a big falling out, um, I, I, that's the type of thing I was getting emotional about, you know, um, where I was able to realize that, no, this isn't like a full overhaul. I'm still the same person. I still feel 95% like, you know, I, I'm, my brain works the same, but that like extra bit is always there now. It's like, I'm, I'm able to just easily just move the doubt aside and just like start and then it feels very similar to when i've i'm in a flow off medication you know it's really just the starting and then once i'm on it it's like i've been here before you know i've i've made videos before i've cranked this stuff out and it's just you know maybe i'm less exhausted at the end of it maybe i'm able to take a break and come back a little easier and um you know getting that little bit of help is like it, it it really feels like that was the missing piece here. Um, and now I'm just really excited to like see how healthy I could get in another week. You know, how as the spring is coming upon us and we're getting nicer and nicer days, some rain, but some really nice uh, weather. And that's where I take a break because I just like bask in the sun for an hour, shit like that. Like I'm, and hopefully, fingers crossed, I know COVID's like really hit or miss recently, but like vaccinations are getting up. Oh, I got COVID, by the way. I, t I told you that. Did I tell you that on camera? I, I spoiled it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm literally sick with COVID right now. This last week was, didn't even mention that. Whoops. But um, <laughs> I waited till my symptoms were pretty much gone to stop medication. Yeah, you did say that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. God, I think I'm... Uh, I think I'm burnt out for the day. We're almost done with the episode anyway, but um, yeah, man, I'm just real positive, real optimistic about kind of turning a, a corner here um, and just show, being able to show up. You know, my, my job has finally been more satisfying and I'm, I have someone on my team to work with for the first time in so long and just a lot of things at once are like, starting to click into place not necessarily like oh it's all 
it's all here now and I'm basking. It's like I'm able to just sit down at a, a workstation and do my thing and and get on a I was gonna say get on a grind. I kinda hate the word grind, but that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I feel like I could do and just chug along and, and get somewhere. It's like fuck, finally. <sighs> That's how it feels, and and you can like flow through it. Uh, but yeah, I could I could access I could access that work that I know I enjoy, but I've been you know kept from before. <sighs> anyway, final thoughts from all of that. Thanks for letting me rant so much. I I do appreciate that. No, I mean it's exciting. I mean they say that you're. Uh your best times often follow your worst and it's not like it's your worst times, but I feel like it's definitely somewhat similar of like, Oh, you were struggling for so much. And then like you can, it allows you to be appreciate and be grateful for today. Um, because by comparison to like yesterday. Yeah. So I feel like it's just like, um, I think it's good to be like, I don't think it's, egotistical to be like grateful that things are going well is what i mean to say um and now it's cool keep me updated i'll, I'll be excited to uh listen to the wannabes podcast available <laughs> on all platforms so you plug and in the exact updated. <laughs> yeah you can't plug us while you're on the show you're plugging i guess you can you know keep listening listen to the more of this right guys don't you want to see where the journey goes next week i mean like how how many days have you been on your medication? Three? Three. This is my third day. Three. Oh my guys, you realize by next week's podcast episode, there he's gonna be on his medication for twice as long. That is double the experience and the knowledge he's got the experience that he's gonna have. He's gonna have a lot more space to reflect on. There's gonna be new uh adversities and successes. Uh guys, I mean, make sure you Hit that subscribe and hit that notification bell. Like also at the wannabes podcast. Is it the wannabes pod the at wannabes Twitter? Pod, yeah. Yeah. Go go follow the wannabes pod on Twitter. Wow. Maybe Marketing manager speak. doesn't even know our at. That's unreal. What is my at? At Ventus Official. Wrong. Wow. Did you change okay. it? No, it's remarkable, Matt. Oh yeah, I, I knew that. But you you're like never on Twitter. You like like my tweet once in a blue moon. I just retweet people. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? You're, you're somewhere. Oh, there you are. Ventus. Wait, it says Ventus official. Oh, that's not your at. That's mm. why. That's why. You bastard. Whatever. Uh, but yeah. All right. You got, um, you got the, the, the ADD update. We're going to maybe make this a, a a round table next time we, all four of us will get in here and we'll just compare notes uh i'm really excited to talk to um will i'm talking to him tomorrow so um i'll try to keep it somewhat melee related um but yeah man i i really appreciate this it's been great as always anytime it's been it's been fun like i said hit subscribe hit that notification all right all right we'll catch you later